What's up, guys? I'm your host, Trevor Briggs, and welcome back to the Wellness Biz Secrets Podcast, where we interview real wellness clinic and med spa owners who are in the trenches and discover more about their business, their highs, their lows, and everything between. Today, we have Joanna and Peter Gao, who are the owners at Go Polar Cryotherapy. Welcome to the show, Joanna and Peter. Let's go ahead and start by telling the listeners where you guys are located and what services you provide. Hi, Trevor. Thanks for having us. So my name is Joanna. We are located in the Southwest suburbs of Chicago. We currently have two locations. Um, we started off originally with just cryotherapy and um, localized cryo sauna. And then we did decide to expand. So we opened up a second location. And there we also offer flotation therapy on top of the cryo. So that's what we offer in our community in the Southwest suburbs. Awesome. And uh, when did you open up the second location? The second location we opened up in uh, January of 2019. 2019, yes. So we just hit nice. our three-year mark at that location. Very cool. And how has the uh, float done for you guys in, in that location relative to not having the float in the other location? Good. Uh, it's done very well. Um, the other location just wasn't big enough and the space wasn't it wasn't able to be utilized for float therapy. So uh, the second location is bigger and it's, you know, it's, it seems like a lot more work as far as the initial investment, as far as all the plumbing and water supplies. But uh, mm-hmm. as far as the general maintenance of it, it's not bad. It's, it's pretty good. And it goes well with our clients too, just because everything that we offer really does have the same benefits, just in different modalities. So a lot of our clients are very open to trying it. And then we do also have clients who are looking for that flotation. And then so they do find us and come in. Okay, great. Okay, so yeah, 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 crossing over into Mm -hmm. different modalities. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. So kind of take us back to the beginning. Um, Six years ago, when you first started, like, why did you guys enter into this space? I mean, it's not easy to have in brick and mortar, like it's it's really difficult. And then the pandemic happened. So kind of what, what made you have that leap of faith to going into the business so um we just started living a healthier lifestyle and doing different things and uh i started working out again pretty hard and uh i heard about it on a podcast actually it was a joe rogan podcast and he was talking about doing cryo nice and i'm like this sounds very interesting i did some research and we did it um the first location i believe that was anywhere near us was in lincoln park i think yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it was pretty far away and uh, we decided to drive out there one day it took us like literally an hour and a half to get out there <laughs> And wow. get back, but uh, I did it. I felt great, and I started doing it. And I kind of started doing research as, uh, as far as how to get into this business, and just how to you know be able to utilize the services. And so, uh, obviously, you can't just put this in your house. So yeah, you could, but not me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, unless you're like Cristiano Ronaldo or someone, right, <laughs> it yeah. probably right. doesn't make sense. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, great. So we decided to just take a leap of faith. I was a stay. I had um, I was a stay-at-home mom of three. And wow. we just decided to try it. We loved it so much that we wanted others to utilize it as much as we wanted to without having to make that commitment of a half a day just to get it cryo So we decided yeah. to open up the first suburban yep. location in the state of Illinois. That's amazing. That's really cool, guys. Um, so how many clients are you guys serving um, at this time? I think about 15 to 20 on average, depending on the date per location. Okay. Yeah, per location. Okay, and are you guys membership based or service based? How how do you guys structure that side of the the business? So I do both. Um, so we obviously have like all the cards. I have my daily specials, which actually have been like a pretty big hit. Um, as far as like Monday's whole body cryo, Tuesday localized, Wednesday sauna. So that actually a lot of clients are really liking that. Um, and then we obviously have our membership of our tiers. So we have our cryo membership, our infrared. 
And then I did start a, um, when I say mem- I meant tier packages, and then I did start a membership where, uh, you know, clients get a certain number of visits per month, and you can they can utilize it for any service that we offer. And a lot of clients are actually liking that because it gives them the option to, you know, maybe one day they want to do sauna, one day they want to float, one day they want to do cryo. So that's actually been a really good success. Yeah. That's great because I know just like talking to a bunch of business owners in the industry, one thing that has done really well for them is being able to have the kind of the you're paying for 10 services per month, you're paying 20 services per month, whatever that is. And then these are the services that you're able to use. Obviously, if you're using like the cryo slimming and those things, those wouldn't be included in most times. Um, but with your wellness side of things, it's really good just to kind of let the them have the freedom to choose because there's when you offer those and they're not as um like uh staff intensive so you're able to kind of let them have the freedom to go and try those different things and i've seen that work really really well across the industry with that type of membership yeah you're okay yeah so we kind of just experimented with different types of packages and different pricing as far as uh, what we cater to different customers and clients and we kind of have you know, we're trying to cover all our bases as far as the stuff, you know, some of the different price point and they're able to afford this or not that. So we're kind of just, we try to cater, you know, to clients as much as possible. Yeah. Do you know how many total membership options you guys have, like on the board? I have to double check. Probably Joanna knows a little more than I do. Sorry, can you repeat that? The total number of memberships you guys offer as far as like how many choices? Oh gosh, yeah. So we we have literally the uh, like one visit, which is just discounted because when our memberships, what we do is they're every they're you are committing to a year. So at the beginning of the month, you get to choose your option. So we actually have a few people who only want that one session a month, which is a little bit discounted than the a la carte. And then we have four visits, eight visits, sixteen visits, um, and then we do have the unlimited. Gotcha. And where would you say most of your people fall in that? Um... In the I think between the four and the eight is what they feel comfortable um, committing to because then on days that they want to do extra, they can always do that. And then um, a lot of people do come in, like I said, for the treatment of the day. Yeah. What do you guys uh, charge for the unlimited services? So we charge $400. Nice. And that includes flotation, that includes cryo, but it does not include our swimming services. Yeah, the beauty side of things. And how do, you, how do you kind of manage that side of it? How do you educate your client to kind of say like, hey, you don't, maybe you don't need cryo every single day, but since you have unlimited, maybe you use this service one day and this other service the other. How do you kind of walk your client through that process of um, making the decision on how to use the treatments to be the most effective? So, I mean... I mean, when they do the unlimited, it's usually somebody who really, it's usually the whole body, let's be honest. So a lot of people do the whole body. Um, But let's say one day, you know, we try to educate them, like if you're hurting on, you know, if you have tendonitis really bad in your elbow or, you know, if your knee hurts, then we always make sure our clients are aware that we do offer these additional services just on top of what they know and what they come in for. Great. So do you guys have, um, when you think about the client journey, when somebody comes into your facility, um, they go through the process to become a member, do you have a really like defined process for their first 30, 60, 90 days, or um, kind of what would it look like for a member to onboard with you guys um, into the business? Um, so a lot of our clients, I mean, that's kind of, kind of hard to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so they usually come in, but I would say the more unlimited are more for just the maintenance and um, 
they want to feel healthy, they have um, an autoimmune, so they just, and that's hard to answer, what would you say? Um, as far as the onboarding process, so, oh, <laughs> uh, give me an example of what do you mean? As far as yeah, so, like yeah. something that we we work with like cryoclinics on as far as onboarding them is whenever a client comes like the first 14 days is super critical right like making sure that they're they're coming in and so we have follow up phone calls with them we have emails going out to them we have texts going out to them okay, yes. a week after we call them to make sure like hey how many times have you come in or to make sure they're actually coming in to get them to use their services for that first 30 days is critical or they're going to end up canceling and so have you guys defined that process or is it more just kind of each person is a little bit different for y'all? I think each person is very different. Each person is a little bit different, uh, but also we do have emails that we send out regularly. Uh, that would be probably the biggest thing. As far as text messaging, we have not gotten into that yet. I think it's a little bit of basis possibly. I don't want to, you know, honestly, we've not had an issue. If somebody buys an unlimited package, they're pretty good about showing up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they're paying 400 bucks a month, they're going to they're yeah. gonna come. They're pretty good at showing up, so yeah. Yeah. Do you guys see the usage the usage rate for like the four to eight sessions a month? Is that pretty good as well? Like they're using all of their sessions every month, yes. would you say? Yes, definitely. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay, so do you guys have staff or are you guys working the store? How how is that going for you guys? We do have staff. I currently have five girls who work for me part-time um between the two locations. Okay, and do are they able to kind of mix and match, or do they kind of specifically work at one location? So all my girls are cross trained, um, nice. so each one can work at each location, and obviously I'm there a lot of the time as well between the two. Yeah, and I have a full time job outside of this as well, so I'm usually not working the store. If yeah, I you're not day to day. It's maintenance, yeah, maintenance <laughs> and things like that. So. Yeah. Cool. So what do you guys do? I mean, you've been in business for six years. How have you been able to acquire customers? Um, what has been kind of y'all's way of doing that for the most part? So I know it sounds pretty like standard, but honestly, my main source of, and focus on marketing is just quality of service and word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah. That's probably the biggest one. Um, you'll get the best clientele by word of mouth. As for far sure. As quality of clientele, for sure. Um, we did the whole coupon thing. And we actually pretty much eliminated all of that after a while. Just kind of cut back on to where I, I believe we have like one session, I think. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, but as far as we don't allow the selling packages work like that on it. Yeah, I always recommend that to when I'm working with a like a wellness company. Do not put packages on Groupon. Yeah, only right put there. only put single services because Groupon is effective in that like the quality of clients isn't really the best. And I think everyone in the industry would Correct. agree with that, yeah. but it is, it is good for your SEO, for your ranking because Groupon yep. ranks you higher like that. And so to have a single session and then saying, Hey, you can only use this like once every six months or once every 12 months. That's is, yeah, exactly. So yeah. it works really well by doing that so that you're not letting people just, cause people, if they, if you allow them to abuse it, they will abuse it. Um, yeah. and so just like limiting it to that. So getting new customers is good and like maybe they're not the best but it's kind of like in a sense free-ish like they, it it's is, they're yeah, doing the marketing free-ish and we actually did trans transfer um we did retain a good amount of clients we have yeah we have retained a good amount of clients but uh, also the other part of that was uh we would have groupon members come in um and they would utilize the session and then instead of buying through us again even though we you know we try to like push the sale they'll go back and rebuy through groupon again i'm like yep. the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah it's like the psychology of 
people i it, it's it's weird but yes, yeah so we see we see that a lot so you are not the only ones on that yeah. side of it um have you ever guys ever used like paid marketing facebook google instagram we did we have we have we, we have at the beginning quite often um but now we notice that it actually is pretty expensive to use facebook uh, as far as the paid marketing um so we do it once in a while but not very often mm-hmm. we're, we're in a good spot right now where we don't need to do that right now so everything is pretty much organic yeah, everyone is coming through organic. So do you guys have, do you want to keep just growing that way? Are you guys have growth goals that kind of involve both? Where do you see the value of your marketing um, for it? I think we can push marketing a little bit more. We, yeah, I, I, that's our kind of our goal this year and uh, next year is push a little bit more of marketing side and uh, and just trying to find really effective ways to do that. And also through some paid maybe sponsorships, through athlete sponsorships and things like that, that's probably a better way maybe of going about it as a higher quality of clients help us become right. right so we work but with a lot of gyms too. we yeah. work with a lot of athletes to kind of um in that community yeah to, to make sure they choose us yeah if any, sure. yeah if any potential sponsorships come through to the you know the, the village or anything like that we also we are very open to working with them and anything else like that they have going on so yeah because i think it's important as as a business to really spread out where all of your like what you call leads are coming from so yeah you have yeah. some from groupon you have somewhere in the mouth but you also have the ability to turn on paid marketing and be able to get leads that way or have the partnerships that are bringing the leads and just having a well-rounded source because when one isn't performing then you have the other to kind of lean on and i know with paid marketing is can be difficult because it can get expensive if, if you don't know how to do it if you're not trained in doing it or you're mm-hmm. not tracking your numbers correctly like there's a bunch of things that go into it it can be effective but it is a much different style of marketing than it is like the word of mouth um word of mouth is going to be easier because i mean their friend is telling them to come so they're gonna they're gonna trust you more they're gonna believe the process more um the paid can be more difficult but it can work if you have the right processes in place to kind of follow up on it yeah so that's yeah yes you know we got through the whole mm-hmm. survival COVID part, and now yes yeah about expanding correct yeah so this is a perfect into the uh, next question is what is the future uh, for you guys like what does that have in store what are your goals what do you want to see do you want more locations um do you want to increase your membership bases what are what are you guys thinking so definitely marketing part increase our membership bases that's our that's our goal that's my goal yeah after covid yeah we're we're, uh we saw a little bit of a decline uh from you know before covid our numbers were better and now they're declined. And they're still slower. So yep. we're trying to get that back up to where it should be. That's yeah. our, and that's, that's, that's normal. I mean, that's, I, I very rarely am I seeing people that are above um, the COVID, mm-hmm. pre-COVID, yeah, because COVID was just really difficult. Yeah. yeah, as far as locations, I don't think we're going to be planning on opening anything. I think, moment. yeah, I think two locations right now is uh, is perfect for us as far as perfect balance for our personal goals as far as family and business. For sure. Yeah. And you could just maximize like maximize profitability out of each store versus trying to expand Mm because sometimes it actually bites you when you go and try to expand. You end up making less money than you would if you just would have focused on the two locations and made them more profitable um, than they currently are. Yep. Yeah. We've actually seen that happen a couple of times where, you know, somebody expanded really rapidly, but the customer service declined and everything kind of just declined. And employees are probably the biggest the hardest thing to find and you know if you got good employees your business is doing well if you got you that one employee all it takes is you know that's got a negative view on something and it could ruin your whole entire location yeah if you're not 100%. there you know yeah for sure okay so um for you guys right now what would you say is your number one weak spot like if you just 
flew above your business and looked down on it and were non like impartial about it, what would be your um, kind of critique of the business right now? 100% marketing for me personally. I, I think agree. we have to spread the word more as far as getting out there. Um, it, it seems like we were doing a lot more marketing before COVID and now we just got to get back into things and start focusing on the marketing part of it. Yeah. And do you guys have like for as far as what's happening in the store, do you guys want to focus more on the wellness side of it, like memberships, or do you want to focus more on the the beauty, the cryo slimmings, the facials, things like that? Kind of where do you, where do you um, prefer? Okay. I think we're very evenly distributed. I think we're balanced, um, but I, I, I do like the beauty aspect of it a little bit more. Right. Higher ticket price for sure. Right. Correct. Well, obviously the yeah. t-shirts are the mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. I think the weather too, so that's starting to, I think that's so cyclical with as far as now the weather's finally breaking, people are starting to, you know, get out more and yeah, kind yes. of feel better. So that's obviously always, always increases. Yeah. From the marketing standpoint, we've definitely seen across the board, like the slimmings are getting more popular because of the season, because it's about to be like bathing suit season. So that, that right. makes sense. And then cryo, like, especially you guys in Chicago, like it's hard to get somebody to do cryo when it's like as cold as the cryo machine outside. <laughs> <It's> yeah. like, <laughs> like in the Correct. middle of winter, I feel like it's a little bit difficult when there's 20 inches of snow out, out front. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I always say like, take advantage of the seasons because cryo, like there's like those seasonal ups and flows. Um, but the, I always kind of, where when I'm working with someone, it's like, Hey, focus on both, right? Like you need the membership side of things. You need that because that's kind of your foundation in the business is so that mm-hmm. you have your recurring money. You're able to kind of really rely on that, but then you have the beauty to kind of like stack on top, um, to, to right. kind of create the profit, the levers and, and be able to grow, um, like that just because like, I mean, wellness, you're typically not selling two, $3,000 packages and you have that ability when you're working in the, yeah. the cryo slimming side of things. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. So if you could go back in time um, and talk to yourself six years ago before you even opened up, uh, kind of what advice would you give to yourself and what would you tell yourself to kind of motivate you to, to where you are today? Um, I think the most difficult part for us was the second location to build out. Um, as far as everything that, that took place, um, we would have been a lot more smarter about it as far as how we approached it. Um, so a good architect, spending the money for a good architect would have probably been uh, a money well money well spent. Yeah, yeah. Just making an investment. Honestly, once. Yeah, making it yeah, making an investment up front and just uh, a lot of the details that we had to work out personally would have been worked out for us. That mm-hmm. sounds strange, but you know, it would have just made the whole process a lot smoother because of the fact of the float tanks that we had to put in. Um, that was a lot more involved as far as plumbing and electrical and everything else that was that was put in. Yeah, for sure. It's not like a gym where you kind of, you just throw some flooring on the ground and have people work out. There's a lot of things that go into running a cryo machine or Mm -hmm. um, running the float tanks there. Things have to be built for that to happen. Um, So like professionals are important when doing that. Yep. And uh, honestly, the reason why we decided to expand into the flow therapy business, you know, side of things is because of uh, it is a little bit more complex and more difficult as far as the beginning stages of it. And it's not, so the cryo machine is not that difficult to put in, mm-hmm. you know, in a different location. So this is a little bit more challenging as far as what, what's involved. And we kind of wanted to just cover all of our bases. And diversify a little location, bit and yeah. make us stand out because obviously as we all know, cryo is growing. So yep. what we, how can we yeah. diversify and distinguish ourselves? You know, We are we are starting to see more and more competition around us. So we're just For trying sure. to really, really hammer down on customer service and diversify. Yeah, for sure. Stay stay uh, on top of your game so that the others right. can't catch up. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah. Well, I really, really appreciate your time coming on today, Joanna and Peter. Um, if people wanted to learn more about your business, see uh, more about you guys, where could they do that? Uh, we have Instagram and Goldfinger Cryotherapy. We have Facebook pages and then obviously our website as well. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Actually, thank you. Yeah. We're, we're very excited to go to, uh, to come to the CryoCon. Yeah. Yes. CryoCon 2023. Yeah. 2023. Yeah. Correct. Awesome. We'll talk soon.